G'day everyone and welcome to the inaugural episode of uh, Double Jump's new podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Abia, and I'm joined by my co-host, Christian. Christian, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great, thank you. How How is everything with you? Yeah, it's good, good. You know, it's, uh, we're e- things are starting to ease up here um, with lockdown and everything like that. But hey, you know, I'm still working, so I'm happy. I'm, I'm just excited, man. <laughs> I've been keen to do this podcast for a while now. I've actually just gone out and got myself a new microphone, especially for it. So um, anyone listening, you know, they'll be able to hear me actually coming through in like a decent quality for a change. Yeah, let's see. That's that's what that's what we put in for our for our audience. You know, we put in we put in the money, we put in the work. We're here, we're here for all of you guys. Um, but yeah, basically, with, with with this podcast, we'd love to, you know, we'd love to be able to, you know. To shoot the shit about the latest things that are going on in the gaming industry, um, the articles that we put up every week, um, as well as any any major announcements and news. Uh, for example, um, on Friday, Sony formally unveiled the PlayStation Five, um, revealing not just the way the console looks, um, but a lot of the, a lot of its features, as well as some of the games that PlayStation fans can expect to play um, in the launch window. Uh, were there any standouts for you, Christian? Uh, well, I'm definitely, like, always looking out for new racing games to play. I think, uh, mm. for me, Gran Turismo 7 is, uh, certainly the biggest highlight, the one that's exciting me the most. Um, I do know that, uh, you know, it's a series that I've been playing. It was actually, like, my introduction to games. I've been playing Gran Turismo as a series for, you know, 20-plus years now, so... Yeah. Um, well, it's synonymous with PlayStation since, what, 96, 97? 97 was when it first came out. It's actually, yeah. like, if you consider the fact that Gran Turismo has been prevalent uh, for Sony since the original console, it is it is actually substantially Sony's biggest seller, like, across every mm. generation. I had, I had a look at some figures the other day. It's actually sitting at 78 million in terms of worldwide sales, and I think wow. second was Ratchet & Clank with just 27 million? That's a big gap. That's it's a, a huge gap. gap, but yeah. you have to consider the fact that, you know, we're talking PS1, 2, 3, and 4, plus the Vita, um, when you compare it to games like Uncharted, which I think had like maybe like 26 or 27 million as well, yeah. that started in the PS3 days, so, you know, it's yeah. got a PS3, lot of... PS3, Vita. Yeah, yep. that's got a lot of ground to catch up sort of thing. Um, and I think the, the, the Gran Turismo games have been, probably not so much nowadays, but definitely back in the day were like a cultural phenomenon. No. Oh yeah, like, a lot like of I people's still introduction. Remember, um, I still remember, like you know, the first time I played it, and I was just blown away by the graphics. You know, I was only yeah. three at the time, but yeah. um, e- even in saying that, you know, it still is mesmerizing. And I was um, so amazed that uh, not only is the ge- is the game coming back to its standard, you know, form of you know going through all the championships and unlocking cars and stuff, mm. but. Um, we've got old tracks back. Uh, you know, the trailer dropped with uh, the the classic Trial Mountain track, um, one of the oh, original wow. the creations. But um, yep. what what do you reckon were your um, well, like what are you most excited about coming out of the show? Well, as you as you as you uh, as you and uh, some of our stream watchers will be well aware, I'm a I'm a big fan of cat uh, big fan of cats. So I think Stray 
is going to be a definitely one to watch for me. Um, the the new Spider Man game starring Miles Morales that's going to be awesome. I'm a big fan of the Miles Morales uh, character in the comics, um, and especially in uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse from a couple of years ago. That was a fantastic movie. So I'm I'm really keen for that. Um, yeah, and mate, speaking of Ratchet and Clank, a new Ratchet and Clank after how many years? Like, that's fantastic. Oh, I could I couldn't even tell you when the last one was off the top of my head. I think it was, the, it's great think it was like the like, reimagining. Um, from it's good, like it's great to see. So, so uh, it's good, it's good to see Sony going yeah. for those like you know mascots because not um you've got not only have you got Ratchet and Clank but um a Sackboy is making a return as well. Yes, in his own game. Um yeah, so it's it's like it's like a, a spin off I suppose, but yeah. um. Between that, the new the the, the announcement of uh, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, yep. so, like Sony's just really gone for uh, announcements, uh, like games, games, <laughs> games. Announcements, yeah, that's that, 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 that's right. They've really just tried to get as many um, big games. Um, one thing, I, one thing I will say though is there's probably a lack of um, mm. uh, new IPs that we might see out of this generation. I don't know. I feel like a lot of them are like you know either reboots or sequels or something like that so but yeah. it remains to, to, to be seen you know what we're going to get in terms of you know um what will be the big brand new ips coming out of the the ninth generation of consoles now because um a lot of the ones that did debut on mm. at the beginning of this generation you think back to whether you're talking um you know xbox one you have mm-hmm. you know rise son of rome sunset overdrive these were games yeah. that didn't pan out into successful franchises and on the on the ps4 side of things i know drive club um that was yeah. an amazing racing game that you know for one reason or another even though it's sold quite well or, or well enough to be included in their in their ps4 classic range stuff. But, yeah but um, yeah, like the the developers of of Drive Club, they've they've now shot down, and, and a lot of know, them got of... absorbed into Codemasters. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. obviously they're working on games like Project Cars Three now. But um, yeah, yeah like so, so many, I guess, risks were taken on IPs with this generation that didn't pan out. So maybe they're trying to play it safe this time around. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I think, like for me, like I've never, I haven't really been a fan of Gran Turismo since Four. Like Forza, mm. I think is just outclassed Gran Turismo in pretty much every way um, I just think Gran Turismo was always the real driving simulator but not the real racing simulator it always seemed kind of dead and like it, it never seemed the same compared to like Forza so I'm mm. I think that um, if anything like the extra power that these consoles have um, are going to make improvements not just in graphics but I think also in, in like you know physics animation um artificial intelligence like the things that kind of you know you always things that always remind you oh wait that's right i'm playing a video game and it's got rules and it's got this and that i want to see that immersion kind of break through and not just in graphics yeah and and, and i certainly think you know we're going to be seeing more and more of like that um you know these are games that are going to mess not, maybe not so much mess with your mind but more just like you know open us up to a world of you know games we've never experienced before and you know in indie studios are becoming bigger and bigger like you know you've got the likes of devolve with digital funding um games that would probably would never have you know seen like look at look at titles from the past generation just i'm gonna keep this nice and short but you've got you've got like cuphead um yep. you know harking back to like the days of battletoads but in like a sleek 
um, yeah, uh, you know, that it's like, kind a, of like, like a classic um, Disney animation. Exactly, style. yeah, yeah, like that hand drawn style, and and like games like Hotline Miami with that yeah. top down kind of like really fast paced, like kind of quick run action. Mm. Um, not not only Devolver Digital, but um, also Annapurna Interactive. Yeah, um, they definitely do a lot of work for you know helping indie. Uh, studios get that kind of like you know you know we've we've coined the term now double a you know publish because you know we've got like you know you got the big, big indies. your eas your your activisions you know those massive companies but you know double a development now is probably um you know growing quicker than ever and it's yeah. really good to see because otherwise we wouldn't get games like stray or as i, as I like to call it cyber kitty 2077 um <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's, I, I, that's good. Um, that's yeah, yep. There should be a crossover that, DLC that, or something like that. That's what, that's what I'm nicknaming that <laughs> game. But what what is it about it, um, that title that's that struck out to you? I think it's just so different. I think it's it's just like um, like not everything has to be about the end of the world or the end of the universe. I think I love the idea of just like you're just a cat with a and with a robot friend, and you're just trying to make you're just trying to find your way through the city. And you know, mm. maybe you'll make people happy along the way. Like that's just cool. I think. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, yeah. it's reminding me a lot of that um that EA game Unravel. Yep. Yep. In the, yeah, in the sense that you know, it's just like a journey home kind of thing. But yeah, uh, there's, it's definitely probably going to have like very similar a, a very similar style of humor. Yeah, yeah. And and what do you think about like let, let's be honest, like that the console, whether you love it or hate it, it definitely looks distinct what do, you, what do you think about the way it looks honestly big plus for me like anytime there's a you know a new announcement of anything um mm. the meme potential of it just skyrockets <laughs> like i still recall i still um believe that the the announcement of the we fit balance board yeah um is probably the most meme-tastic um moment in all of video game history like that oh. whole um, with uh, you know Reggie, Reggie, Reg- Reg- who's now left Nintendo. Yeah. Um, you know that whole "my body is ready" thing is probably like the definitive <laughs> video game yep, meme. Yep, yep. Um, and so oh, uh, the amount of stuff I've seen of the PS5 on social media over the past, you know, three or four days, um, the has just been crazy. Like, um, sorry, what were you, what was you saying? The, what would the you say Eye of Sauron one? from Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I've also seen one where it's like, um, if you if you know the the, the anime Yu Gi Oh, um, yeah. it, it looks like uh, it looks like Kaiba's jacket. Oh my god! Um, there's just so many like <laughs> um, Kaiba. <laughs> Kaiba, yeah. Sorry, I've, I've mispronounced the name. Um, oh but, uh, my god! Yes. Oh wow, that's uh, yep, yeah. Yeah, yep. I even saw something silly like um, it was just like some sort of um one of those like stock image ones, but it's like it's like what is she wearing? Oh, she's wearing the new PS fives, and it's it's just two PS five <laughs> consoles sitting over like her legs. Yep. Oh my god. So is, yeah, oh, like obviously amazing. they're gonna like take you know the, take the piss out of everything, but no, like in terms of the console itself, I honestly think it does look good. Like I'm kind of tired of the standard blocky type of you know console design like um yeah if you if, if you recall like the the ps4 when it came out it was just like this kind of like brick looking thing i've actually yeah. got the ps4 slim one which kind yeah. of like tones it down a little bit yeah and 
I I mean, and the original Xbox better. One. Like, I mean, the Xbox One, I guess, like, the PS5 is a bit more reminiscent of the Xbox 360 with its, like, kind of concave or, mm. or convex, I forget which one, but, like, the con- concave shape. Um, more so than the Xbox Series X, which looks a lot more like basically a mini PC tower. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all in there for outlandish console designs. Like, give us yeah. give us more. Um, I did see a tweet from um, uh, IGN writer Lucio O'Brien who was saying just you know just um, she's also kind of like tired of you know these standard form video game designs. It was saying like you know um, she wants the PS5 to be like a, a triangle and like fold like origami, make a bright orange, <laughs> that sort of thing. It was it was great. So. Um, and, and and I really think that you know okay maybe it's not exactly like that it's not that bad you know but um, no the PS Five like I, I I want my consoles to look unique mm. not crazy but yeah unique no for sure I I think I think Sony's done that job I think Sony's really come up with a design that um, stands out especially if you if you look at like a a media center like someone's media room like they've got like you know, they might have a sound bar or a TV, all these clean lines and stuff, but then you get this this bold kind of, you know, polar white, you know, machine sticking out at you with this blue glow. Like, it's, it's awesome. It reminds me a lot of, like, the like the prototype. You remember when the, Ninten- when the Wii was still called the Nintendo Revolution? And it was, like, basically this, like, all these different colors and it had, like, a, a, a blue light that would glow everywhere. Like, it kind of reminds me of that, which I, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we could probably talk about the PS5 all day, I reckon, but um, we'll, we'll yeah. move it on. If you do want to check out anything else about the PS5, head to our website. Our editor, Jake, has put together a, a massive list of everything that's just been announced um, by mm-hmm. Sony. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all the trailers are there. Um, so if you are looking to just kind of like get like a, a more extensive recap than what we've covered here, um, just head to our website. Yeah, no, he's done. He just went, he went, he engaged beast mode and, and got this thing all done like on like pretty much the same day. And, oh man, it's, it's, it's freaking awesome. Like all these videos and everything. It's basically what helped me because like, it was yep. on at 6am, I'm not going to wake up for that. I don't wake up <laughs> yep. until like 10-11am yep. these days. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But, um, it's, yeah, like it's, oh my god, it's, um, it's going to be a really interesting time the next few months. I really want to see Microsoft come, like, announce more games, you know? Like, that's what we need to see from Microsoft. We need games. Yeah, give, give, yes, us, give us the new Forza. Yeah. Like, what Yeah, what I want to see on? that, man. Like, exactly. Like, um, like, if we look at... If we compare the specs, right? You know, if... You know, pardon, pardon us, audience. We're going to be getting into some potentially boring stuff. But, like, you know, the specs are where, you know... Some arguments can be won and lost, but if if we look at the specs, you know, both of them running next generation uh, AMD Zen two cores, like processors, eight cores. So Xbox has gone with a, a faster CPU speed versus the PlayStation. Um, but um, the the main thing that Sony's gone for is like raw SSD speed versus Microsoft, which is kind of going for like a split approach with its memory and its um, storage. So I, I think it's going to be, I think in my opinion, looking at the specs, 
the way Sony's gone is a bit more kind of like uh, let's not make things complicated. We'll find the middle ground in everything except um, storage where they've really you know gone above and beyond whereas microsoft's kind of gone like a split way you know 10 gigs at this speed six gigs at this speed whereas sony's done all of its 16 gigs in between those two levels um um and and like sony's basically got double the throughput in terms of like um its ssd uh, reading and, and writing versus microsoft which i think is telling um of where Sony really wants to go with, in terms of games being released digitally, because you you need to have a very fast hard drive, um, or, or fast storage to be able to 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 like load everything super quickly, especially as things are getting downloaded. What what do you think? What do you think about um, the, the specs between the two systems? Um, well, I'm definitely coming at this from more of like a a user. Um, more more of like a, a user than a than a. Tech, a technology expert i um i mostly think about you know what are the what are the specific uh, what are the specs going to do for me kind of thing um mm. because i don't really know like the difference between like a teraflop and and like you know all the others like they announced the consoles have oh we've got all these teraflops and i'm like what does that do <laughs> like like yeah. how does that help me play games so yeah um just definitely i know that for example on the xbox one i find that it's really frustrating to um I'm not sure if you're familiar with the UI, but yeah. going to the menu where it's like the updates, yep. that little dial just seems to spin round and around and I'm like, what forever. games need updating? Yep. Um, because if I do have auto updates turned on, then my console just runs super slow. So I've, I've had to turn yeah. it off and update my games manually, but then it's just like, well, what games do I want to update? Because <laughs> it feels like every other time I use my Xbox One, Hmm. Um, whatever game I'm wanting to play needs to be updated. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's so. Um, that's that's. I think that's a criticism for a lot of people is that, especially coming from, uh, you know, us being in Australia. You know, I'm fortunate to have really good internet here, but you know, I, I'm lucky to have fiber all the way to my house. But you know, I'm not sure if you're that lucky. You know what I mean? Or most of our audience probably isn't as well. And I think, um. I think that's part of why with Sony announcing the digital edition of the PlayStation 5 that doesn't have the disk drive, I wonder if that's going to make developers really think um, more efficiently when it comes to doing updates and doing downloads and stuff. Because the thing is, um, like a lot of developers, when when speaking about the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4... um, they say that what happens now is that there are a lot of duplicate files on disks and downloads because the, the way that a disk spins, like, because they can't guarantee that there's an SSD, so not everything's got fast loading. So with a, with a hard drive, you've got, like, a spinning disk, and then you've got um, different spots on the disk where you've got to find files. So to make... Because there's literally a needle moving up and down. It's got to physically move up and down, and that can slow things down, right? So, to because you're going to be jumping around to avoid that, you actually put a lot of duplicate files in different spots on the on the disc. So a a 20 gig uh, like you know game can become a 40 gig game just because there's so many duplicate files and stuff. So I think having the digital edition would mean well. I hope it means that it it'll force 
developers to think a bit more smartly about the sizes of games and the sizes of updates and things like that. But honestly, with the fact that, um, like how, I don't know, I feel like we always hope for these things, but it's always up to like Sony and Microsoft to make them a reality and make, and make them like standards that everyone has to follow. I think, I think that's where all these tech things kind of break down is that, yes, you've got all this tech stuff, but can the developers actually make it, use it in a way that the player can actually experience things in a better way? That's the that's yeah. the challenge, I think. Like, like I've got um, uh, 500 gig uh, uh, hard drives in my consoles at the moment, yeah. the Xbox One and the PS4, and that was, you know, standard by the last generation, but that's not enough these days you know we had just last week um the new call of duty um putting out an 80 gig update an 80 gig update (laughs) Update. yes like okay so i can recall I, I, i can remember back to a couple of years ago when xbox put out the update for halo the master chief collection to put the whole thing up to 4k i can understand that being about 85 gig or whatever it was yeah um, I think it made the full game about at 130 to 140 gigs on an install. I can yeah. understand that because you're taking four massive games already and putting them to 4K Yeah, you've got graphics. four games worth of data, yep. But n- now, I'm, I'm not playing the new Call of Duty, but what ex- is there anything in that game that like, <laughs> indicates we're dealing with an 80 gig? Like, because that that's... That's ridiculous. That, that's, that's, that, ridiculous. that's a full man. game in an, in and of itself. Like I, I hear people who have this game installed on their on their hard drives. Yeah. That that might be the only game on on their hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. You're you're right, man. You're right. Like by the time you have a couple of games in there, you, you can't hold anything anymore. Like that's that's just ridiculous. And, and I think what's happened there is there there's a lot of duplicate files and stuff for that that shouldn't that that um you know that don't need to be there but just because of the limitations of the technology have actually been forced to be put on there just to make things a bit smoother for the consoles to handle so i think um having the the the, the fast storage is going to be uh the key to to making games load much quicker and stuff and i think that's where sony has done really well is kind of uh finding a good average in terms of speed and and and, and um and compatibility, whereas Xbox has kind of gone, you know, let's let's find eighty percent super fast, twenty percent slow, but it's not going to be like I, I don't know. I feel like developers, because this this is the rule. Developers always aim for the console that sells the most, yeah. Because that's just why why put more effort in when less people are going to buy that system. So, I think it'll depend on whoever sells the most, and I think. Given the way things are going, I think Sony's going to be the one who's going to be in the lead up front at least. So I think more games are going to be tailored to the PS5. So even if the Xbox is faster on paper, I don't necessarily think we're going to see those advantages um, at least in the launch launch windows. What do you think about... I don't know. Like, what, what do you think about um, November, December launch? Do you think that's going to happen? Um, well... History tells us tells us that you know November, you know somewhere between October and and late November is the traditional console release cycle. I know that um, you know it's it's about the optimal time where people are starting to plan Christmas presents, and it just makes for an easy oh, what do I get my thirteen year old nephew for 
for Christmas. Oh, I'll get him a PlayStation. Yeah. Um, uh, so definitely, I reckon that is probably good. Because especially now, you know, we're talking about, you know, you know, people are out of work. Uh, do they have enough money to be buying a new console? Like, they're yeah. going to want to, like, make it later rather than sooner, which is, uh, you know, a deviant a deviation from from the normal pattern yeah well especially because uh, like supplies are so tight um and like and i think also the cost like i mean you were were talking about a lot of people losing their jobs and stuff like do you think these consoles will be less than say 600 bucks i don't see that no no for me i've got um i've been saying that the the digital only version of the PS4, I believe, uh, PS5. will be. Uh, sorry, the PS5. Thank you. Yep. I think the digital version of the PS5 will mm. be priced at somewhere around six ninety nine to seven forty nine. Yeah. Um, and I think you're probably looking at an extra fifty to one hundred for the disc one. I believe that Sony might deliberately undercut the the digital one even to as low as five ninety nine uh, in order to make more money back. Um, on on the price of digital games because as we know, you know, digital games will still retail for you know the full ninety nine dollars. Yeah, you know, three months after release. Um, yeah, yeah, especially when you're talking about you know digital collectors editions. You know, you might be paying as much as one hundred and fifty for a, a, a brand new digital game with with all its its future content. And intact. it's it's kind of ironic because um. Like, that's the future that Microsoft was pushing. Like, Don Matrick, the whole Don Matrick saga, always on digital games and everything, was, like, the thing that really brought down the peer, uh, the Xbox One at launch. So it's 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 funny seeing how, like, you know, one one generation later, Sony being the one really pushing that uh, agenda forward. And, and, and as far as I'm concerned, like, they're probably only doing it... Ju- like, they're probably only opting for a console with a disc drive simply because discs haven't been phased out yet and it's just yeah. if people are still buying discs we'll make a console that can play discs i know you and i um, are we'll, you and i are yeah still I've, physical I, I mean i've got my i've got my shelf of games just to my right um yeah. you know and I'll, I'll i'll be buying games uh physically as long as i as long as i can yeah yep that's the thing. You know, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of... Um, and it, 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 it could be anything, you know, music, I still buy CDs, books, I, I still have, you know, physical books over... I don't I don't want an e-reader, I'm not interested in a Kindle. Um, yeah. I just like the idea of, you know, holding a copy of a game. Like, I feel I'm much more secure in my rights as it a It feels consumer. like you actually own something. It does, and I know yeah. that, yes, you know, it's a license to buy the game, blah, 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 don't, like, you know, yeah. um, do anything funny with it, but, yeah. like, I don't know, I just feel, like, better having a disc, <laughs> yeah. it just makes me, like, feel more um, Mate, protected, in I think like, like, because, I'm like what happens if, for example, what yeah. happens if, for example, like, if, you know, something goes wrong, and Valve goes out of business. What happens <laughs> yeah. to my Steam library? Yeah, That's exactly. not going to happen anytime soon. But what? What about? What about if um, if if 
EA decides that Origin's no longer profitable and yeah. closes down Origin, um, do I lose the games that I've got on there? Because, I mean, I, I don't believe that that's going to be the case, but um, have you noticed that could there's happen. now a bunch of EA games on Steam now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep, uh, yep. This, this this past week, EA put out a bunch of... A whole like, bunch of old, games, yeah. Which And, and um, EA pulled the plug on Steam about, what, 10 years ago now, so... Like well, that, that, that was, was obviously because yeah. they wanted uh, that Origin. was obviously because they wanted to to start up Origin, but yeah, now it looks like they're trying to kind of like slowly start to give players a choice, which is nice. Yeah, um, and I I do know that obviously um any games that were made by EA pre Origin are still available. Like yeah, they yeah. they have been this whole time. Yeah, yeah. But games like um you know Battlefield um Dragon or like Age the more recent yeah. iterations of Battlefield um. What else? Obviously, the new Fifas, um, mm. Need for Speed, that sort yeah, of th- yeah. that sort of thing. They they were obviously Origin exclusive on PC for the and, longest and, um, time. And I think EA announced that Need for Speed Heat uh, is going to be getting crossplay, which is going to be fun. That's going to be yeah between between all three um, uh, systems that it's that's that it's available on. Yeah. Um, the Switch looks like it's being neglected again on that front, but. I don't yeah. think Nintendo are going to be losing any sleep over it, considering how well the Switch is selling right yeah. now. We know that I think um, the Switch is its own thing. I don't think people really. I don't think we need to be worrying about the Switch anytime soon. Well, it's it's a it's a it's a different kettle of fish. Like I mean, we, we often compare the the the, the PS4 and the mm. Xbox One yep. um, directly with one another, whereas yep. the um, the Switch is seen as a you know a, a supplementary console. Like <laughs> yep. so many people have a, a a PS4 and a Switch or an Xbox One and a Switch. I feel yep. like a bit of an anomaly in the gaming world in the sense that I have a PS4 and an Xbox One, but, but not, not a Switch. A Switch. Yep, yep, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm in that boat. I've got a. I used to have an Xbox One. Traded that in. Got a PS4. And then just last Christmas, I got a, a Switch, and for me, like the Switch is like, it's 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 it still like blows my mind that I can play a console, like I can play the same game on my TV as I can on the train, like that's just been a dream for all of us since you know since we can remember, and um and yes, it's not as powerful, blah blah blah, all that stuff, but you know you don't really care, like I think with Nintendo, like Nintendo always knows how to work with its limitations, and I think the Switch is no exception. I think it's it's excellent as it is, and yes, there are rumors of more powerful switches and stuff for like that. But I think we're happy with where it is right now. Um, but I think um, the attention definitely is away from the switch at the moment. So it will be interesting to see if like what announcements. So um, e, um, not EA, sorry, Nintendo makes um, if any in the wake of the of the big announcements. Well, I mean, recently we've seen a plethora of releases on the switch mm. um a bunch of you know old i think 2k had a lot of their games updated for the for the switch yeah bioshock had it yeah um xcom had it yep. borderlands had yep. it um and we, and we just had animal crossing launch a couple of months ago which is a huge game that is pr- that's probably going to be many um many people's game of the year for 2020 i can definitely yeah. see the likes of The Last of Us or Cyberpunk 2077 taking yeah. the mantle, but surely um, there's a huge merit in talking um, Animal Crossing to New Horizons as um, as your game of the year. Um, personally, yeah. again, like, like, like I said, I don't have a Switch, so, so 
short of me purchasing one and getting my hands on Animal Crossing, I probably wouldn't put it there. Yeah. Uh, let, let, let's be real, it's probably going to be a racing game. Just a bit of a yep. spoiler, but... Um, yeah. No, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like, obviously the Switch is going in a different direction, but still trending in a positive direction. They're certainly looking like um, uh, the the gamble of, of doing the, you know, portable mm. uh, console slash hook it up to your TV slash take it on the go that's certainly looking like it's paying off yep no for sure for sure but yeah like um yeah um i think i think that's a i think that's a pretty good wrap on um the the news of the day so to speak um uh with the podcast you know we're, we're going to have different segments throughout um one of the segments that we'll have is actually where we'd like for you guys to send your emails through send your questions through we'd love to hear your thoughts about the the topics that we've been discussing um we've actually set up a custom email address for all of you guys podcast at doublejump.co um send through your questions send through your thoughts about the ps5 versus the xbox series x or we'd love to hear your thoughts and and you know your feedback as well you know we're, we're new to this um well i know i am definitely um but yeah for sure like we'd love to hear from you guys so podcast at doublejump.co co i love to hear your thoughts um christian um streaming you guys you're you're on every saturday night with lucas you're you're doing the you're holding down the fort on saturday night yeah we're continuing our um our jackbox streams we've been doing that for about two months now i I think and um i've been fun man if if probably closer to three months even um but uh yeah that's that's certainly amongst the uh more successful streams that we've been having but there's definitely a lot of variety on on our twitch channel we've got um uh we've got some stardew valley or or possibly minecraft on a friday night with yep. uh with my my co-host lucas lucas yep, also yep. we've got um zach playing a bit of bloodborne from time to time i think that's on a friday yeah, on a afternoon, friday afternoon. Uh, um, max made his uh, debut today with some Valorant. yeah that was that was earlier um this evening at, at, the, at the time of recording, recording this evening this will probably come out a few and, days and ben, after uh, ben played some uh global 51 you know some 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 good ass board games some chill vibes that's yeah that's, and um yeah. Th- th- there was actually a review of that on our yeah, site earlier this well. week so if you are if you did watch that stream and you're keen to know a little bit more about it you can probably um uh, work your uh, work your way to our website and just uh, get a proper grasp yeah. of what what was in that. Yeah, game. it's the it's the first article you'll see on the page. But um, if if it if you do get the chance, you know, head over to doublejump.co, our website, um, and, and and check out all sorts of different articles. We've also got Max making his debut in terms of writing, um, with a look back at Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines and his review of uh, Dungeon Defenders Awakened um yeah some and um yeah i'll be doing my weekly destiny stream on wednesday so that'll be a lot of fun as well um yeah head over to doublejump.co slash twitch if you guys would we'd appreciate you guys sending us you know a follow you know a, a sub if you've if you've got the spare cash you know we'd always appreciate appreciate it when you guys watch and enjoy our content um in terms of our articles doublejump.co is the home for all that good stuff and doublejump.co slash links is where you can find all of our social media links uh links to our patreon uh where we um you know get support from wonderful folks like yourselves to keep keep the site going um 
you can also buy some merch, some sweet double jump swag. Uh, hopefully, we'll be working on some new uh, new designs in the future, but definitely keep an eye out there. Um, Christian, if people want to learn some more about you, where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ParanoidPixie95, um, and I'm also floating around in Double Jump's Discord. Yep, doublejump.co slash Discord. We we always love it when um, we get new fans coming on board and, you know, coming and say hi and sticking around and, you know, joining a community. We've got a Double Jump uh, official D- Destiny clan going. We'd love to see more games actually get um, clans and, and groups going as well. Um, if you're looking to find me online, um, you can find me on most social media platforms at uh, Mr. Abia Chaudhary. Um, yeah, uh, and, you know, please feel free to like, comment, share our content. We always love it when you guys um, enjoy our stuff, you know. We love your feedback as well. You know, we're always learning. We, we, we want to get better. We want to make our content even more fun and enjoyable for you guys. So if you do have any feedback, please send it through. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions for us uh, to answer, if any, if you've got, if you want to share your own thoughts about um, the next generation of consoles, don't forget to email us at podcast at doublejump.co. Um, Christian, it's been awesome. Hopefully, uh, thank you for having me. The recording comes through all right. No, mate, you know we're we're in this together. This is this is this is going to be the first of many projects. So I'm I'm looking forward to the final product, man. Until next time. Look off look out for one another, alright?